1: It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat.
0: I did it, Scott. I submitted my first round of picks for the Chorus Radio football pool.
1: I don't like this pool because it's a straight pick'em. There's no spread, and I like football pools where you have to take into account the spread. Uh, who did you go with tonight in this straight pick'em pool? Did you go with Houston or did you go with Kansas City?
0: I always go with KC based on the initials alone, and and the, the fact that I could wear that logo and it basically represents me as well. That's why I, I always go Kansas City, though.
1: Okay, but your husband is a Bucks fan.
0: My husband's a Bucks fan. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I also went for Green Bay. Green Bay when they play or. Uh, sorry, for, for the Bucks, Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay. Bay. I'm looking the at Bay. the Green Bay one, and I'm going, wait a minute. They're not taking on Minnesota. Um, yeah, I also obviously went for the Bucks.
1: Hmm. Do you have a team? Do you support a team in particular? I'm a Bills fan. Season's ticket holder and everything.
0: I'm not too hardcore, to be honest with you. I like Kansas City, like I said, for those reasons. And I kind of was forced to watch the Bucks for many years. My husband is not a bandwagon jumper just because Brady's on the team. He's been a fan of it for a long, long time. And I've had their stupid memorabilia up in my bar for many years. So <laughs> I, stupid I had to take a trip to Tampa Bay just to go to the stadium. Let's put it that way. But it made him happy. So I was happy to do it. But that said, it's not like I'm not going to be watching every single game all the time. I'll be honest with you. Football is not one of those games I can sit there and even watch. But I take part in the pools because it's kind of fun. And I, unlike you, I enjoy the fact that there's not a spread. I don't have to think too much. I just click, 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 and submit. And that's it.
1: You're a good wife. You went all the way to Tampa Bay to see a stadium because it made your husband happy. You let him put up his Buccaneer shit because it makes him happy. That's good. Good for you.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it could be worse. So if you really, really love the ship of Buccaneers, that's fine with me. And I got a trip to Florida out of it, so.
1: Fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, The big question, though, is will the football season be able to finish?
0: Great question. Um, So, so far, from what I've read, unless there's an update on it, they've tested all the players. And so far, there was only one positive case early on. They're isolating, which is much better than the start of a lot of other teams. A lot of other, um, sorry, leagues, I should say. But it doesn't mean that they're in the clear just because one tested positive And so far, that's been that. So I, I expect there to be some issues. I do.
1: Uh, baseball got their shit together pretty quickly with all those infections way back at the beginning. It seems like people realized by people, I mean the players, that if they don't start behaving themselves and following the rules, they're not getting paid. And I would think that football probably learned a few lessons from baseball, and football probably will be able to finish, but they've got to keep those players bubbled up. They've got to keep them flying private, not on commercial jets, and uh, hopefully the season can finish because that's a big thing. The only problem with football is, more so than any other sport, it encourages people to get together. There's a lot of people who will have football parties on Sunday with lots and lots of people coming over to watch. And hopefully that doesn't lead to any more spread. Uh, the players themselves, though, uh, they should be fine. A uh, whole bunch of stuff we're going to get to here in this edition of After 9. We've got some fun stories, some stupid stories. we got some serious stories. We'll start off with uh, we. Bye. Bye.
0: Is anybody surprised, though?
1: I am. Are you? Yeah, I thought we was going to hunker down and maintain their innocence and, oh, no. Like, just keep telling that lie all the way through to the bitter end, till they're blue in the face that, no, 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 it was the civil servants that contacted us, and we didn't lobby anybody, and this has nothing to do with the Trudeaus or the Mornos. We are just... Fun-loving people who like kids working for nothing. That's all we wanted was to to pay a bunch of people so that the kids could work with free labor. Right. Seems like uh, that's the way they were going to go. But now they've packed up and left. And and really, I don't care. I mean, I get that there's some people at the charity who are going to get laid off. And that's unfortunate. Nobody wants to see anybody lose their job. But when it comes to we, they got so far into this scandal. And what's frustrating is that they can just pick up and leave. They can just peace out. So now we've got Parliament prorogued so the committee cannot investigate the Wii scandal. And WE was scheduled to hand over a whole bunch of documents. They may have had to come forward and answer more questions. Wait, well, that seems
0: fishy to you?
1: Now they're just going to leave and they can take their documents with them? Is anybody filing a court application right now to prevent them from destroying any documents or leaving with the documents? Is anybody looking into this? How can you just pick up and leave the country if they had been charged with something? And let's be clear. They haven't been charged with anything. Mm-hmm. But if they had, we would have seized their passport so they can't leave. But because they weren't charged, that means they can just up and flee the country, sell off their real estate. By the way, real estate in the beaches that is worth a fortune. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Yeah. The whole thing stinks, cat. We've been saying it since day one. The whole thing thing stinks it only stinks if you get really caught with something (laughs) though right
0: i mean this is kind of proof that if you can find loopholes if there are if this is the case right if you could find loopholes you'll you'll find them and they have people to help them find those loopholes do
1: you have any reservations about going to the bathroom
0: any reservations? Uh, like, no, I. Tend, I know that's very open ended. I, I tend to be okay and and happy after the fact of of me going to the washroom. I'm I'm glad that I did that for myself and my
1: body. Okay, before we talk about the teachers, I want to do this one. A teenager in Thailand rushed to hospital after he sat down on the toilet, and the worst fear that some people legitimately have Ugh. happened.
0: Don't tell me. Don't. There was something in the toilet, right?
1: What do you think it was in the toilet?
0: It was, it was a snake, wasn't it?
1: It was a giant python. Oh, now, I didn't know that pythons bite. I did not know that. I thought they were just stranglers. But this kid, he's 18 years old, went to the bathroom on well, Tuesday evening. Well,
0: when evening. you put an ass in its face, it's probably going to bite you.
1: Right. It was Tuesday evening, just gone by. He says he felt a sudden and searing pain on his testicles. Oh, He opened his legs, looked down, and saw a gigantic snake with its jaws clamped around. Sorry, it wasn't his balls. Let me clarify. Let's be accurate on shit like this. He saw a giant python with its jaws clamped onto the tip of his dick. No, no. How graphic can I be in this? I know there's guys that are squirming right now.
0: You know, this is the podcast, so I think you can do whatever you want to do. There's a little mini fast-forward clicker there for, like, what, 15 seconds or 30, depending on what you're listening to. So if you really can't handle it, maybe click ahead 15 seconds to 30 seconds. Go.
1: Here's our 15 seconds. It quickly let go as blood began to spurt all around the toilet bowl. Apparently, he yelled in terror as he ran out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles. The teen's mom calmed him down as paramedics rushed him to the hospital to treat his wounded dick. Doctors gave him three stitches on the tip of his penis to treat the bite wound. They also used an antibiotic wash to kill any bacteria from the python's fangs. Animal handlers arrived at the home. They began searching for the snake, which was still coiled up in the toilet bowl. They used snake-catching equipment to snare the python, which measured four feet long. They took it in a sack before releasing it back into the wild. Really, you released it? You released it. What the fuck bite, would you do that to bite more dick? That's messed up, cat. Yeah. I mean, it seems like an irrational fear. There's people though that check the toilet before they turn around and sit down. I have experienced that anxiety. Every time I hear a story like this, I'm going to go probably another two, three, four weeks now yeah. where I'm going to check the toilet every time, every time before I sit down. Every time. Yeah,
0: every time. You know, I, I, you can never be too paranoid. <laughs> this is why I don't live in certain places that I would never. I barely want to visit places like in Australia, for example, where they do have those snakes. You hear about the shit all the time and the snakes and the spiders. Nope. No, thanks. I'm out.
1: Would you be in less danger as a woman? Because you don't have anything dangling down there. Like a guy's got, most guys have got two nuts and a dick. You don't really have anything dangling. If a snake was in the toilet with a woman sitting on the toilet, it would probably just be a little poke, like, what how do you do, you think, do kind what, of deal?
0: What? what do you think would be like, oh, that tickles. It's still gonna hurt like hell.
1: Yeah. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna suck. It's the worst thing imaginable. What do you do when you look down and there's a four foot snake hanging off of your penis that's messed up Ugh. Okay, you the- know
0: what at least you got to keep everything right so that's good
1: yeah they didn't it's have to worse. cut it off or amputate yeah. it or anything but blood coming from your penis is never good no. there's never a scenario where you can think oh okay cool never <laughs> oh, ever great. Good.
0: all right all right that's cool 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 cool
1: there's only a few things that come out of it blood is the last thing you want to see come out of it right Uh, I'll do one more before I get to my tweet and Facebook post about the teachers yesterday, which got everybody fighting on Facebook again. I fucking love my Facebook sometimes. Some people are so great, so smart and so reasonable and other people are such assholes. It's great. Anyway, first off, they're calling her a Karen. She went ballistic over her burrito order at Taco Bell in Missouri, calling workers the N word and threatening them. While claiming to be Charles Manson's daughter, the woman was caught on cell phone video claiming she'd been overcharged for her three burritos and two tacos. By the way, that sounds like a standard meal at Taco Bell. You always order a lot of food at Taco Bell because Taco Bell is cheap. I always tack on a a bean burrito or a couple of soft tacos on the side because who gives a shit? It's like an extra 90 cents or whatever. What kind of food are you getting for 90 cents? I don't know. Mm, Don't ask. In any case, she launched into a violent, profanity-filled, now viral, tirade as the Taco Bell employees tried to calmly explain to her the bill is correct. She said, and I quote, I'm not going to quote the whole thing because you know me, I'm not saying the N-word. I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) By the way, the person she called the N-word is not black. Not good enough for a real job, the woman said. (laughs) She then grabbed things off the counter and chucked them on the floor and at the workers before storming off. You're going to go down, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You fucked with the wrong motherfucker. (laughs) She should be in a movie.
0: (laughs) The entertainment is great.
1: It seems like this is happening more and more often yeah. lately.
0: You know, people have people with short fuses anyway, obviously, like, let's all be real. She's talking about Charles Manson being related to him or whatever. You know there's mental issues here. You know that that's, that's the case. And sometimes, from time to time, it is all mental issues. Sometimes it's alcohol-related. Sometimes people are just pricks. And sometimes it's easy to spot which is which. But you're absolutely right. No matter what the case, whether you're an asshole, whether you're mentally unstable or or uh, whatever the case might be. Maybe it's alcohol-infused. I don't know. It is happening more. I don't know if there's just more stories coming to light because people have not much else to do but to go order some fast food. But I feel like the drive-thru workers and the fast food workers generally need some kind of a, a special hazard pay because it is unbelievable how many of these stories we have building every single day and on video most of it which is fabulous that's how we can get transcripts like this one
1: (laughs) you motherfuckers (laughs) seriously the dialogue alone is fantastic
0: That's great
1: oh boy oh boy and i feel for
0: you if you do work in in fast i think fast food especially you take you take a hit you take a hit when you work in fast food because there's people who are just impatient they're pricks they don't understand that you you got to work hard to do what you do or they don't care to understand they don't give a fuck about you so you know, good on you. Keep, keep trucking along. Get through it. And I don't know how you do it. I really don't.
1: We'll talk about the teachers in just a sec. I'm, yeah. I'm keep pushing this back. I keep pushing it back. That's okay. I, I got we so many different it. stories to fit into and this podcast. We also
0: have DMs. Don't forget, because I have a couple DMs ready to go here, because we promised to do DMs.
1: Okay, let me do one story. You do some DMs, and then we'll circle back, and we'll do the, uh, the teacher thing. Okay. Guy in Nova Scotia arrested because he decided to smoke a little crack. And then just go and chill on somebody's deck. Now, I've never smoked crack. I've never had any inclination to smoke crack. I don't know why people would bother even trying such a highly addictive thing. But there's some people who enjoy the crack. I guess it makes you just want to chill. And you just chill on the first spot you find. So this guy was hanging out on a stranger's deck. Imagine opening up your blinds and seeing somebody you don't know sitting on your deck. Would you like to know who that deck belonged to? Uh, yes. Proud member of the Canadian Royal Mounted Police. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh my Bad god. Bad enough, you decided to smoke the crack. Then you decided to go and crash somebody else's deck. And that person was a cop.
0: It's a present right on your doorstep when you're that RCMP officer.
1: I don't know what the cop would have done. I mean, is your first instinct to open the door and say... Skedaddle. Get out of here. Get. Or are you just going in? You know what? I'm going to slide this door open quietly and I'm going in for the tackle.
0: I think you'd be like, oh, it's my day off, you fucker. Like, come on. I don't want to have to work.
1: <laughs> uh, new poll is out that says Canadians, if we could vote in the upcoming U.S. presidential election, would vote for Joe Biden mm-hmm. by two thirds.
0: Yeah, we're very we're a lot more Joe Biden-ish here.
1: I'm not really surprised by that, but what I am surprised about is in the poll, it found two-thirds of Canadians would vote for Joe Biden, and the majority of Canadians felt Joe Biden would be much better for Canada-U.S. relations. But then when you ask the Americans, majority of Americans feel Donald Trump, like him or hate him, would be better at maintaining the relationship between the U.S. and Canada.
0: Well, he plays hardball, and he, he has convinced a lot of them, and whether some of the situations are true or not, he has convinced a lot of them that they've been they've taken a hit for all these years, that they've been given the shaft, basically, with all the deals they've made, specifically with, with Canada and Mexico, but Canada as well. So it doesn't surprise me that he's convinced a lot of them that, yeah, yeah, we have been treated like shit by you guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We should raise the price on this. Yeah, we should do that. Mm-hmm. so it, it, it it's really
1: easy to get Americans fired up yeah, about absolutely shit like
0: that. and when when you aren 't fighting each other in America, why not fight another country yeah
1: sixty nine percent think things will get worse if President Trump serves a second term yeah. i don 't know that there 's many people who think it 's going to get better no. No, no, I mean it's kind of chaotic at the moment, and I'm being very, very, very yeah. casual when I say that they need
0: it. Like I think I'm at the point now where I'll say they need they need this. If this does not happen, if he's not out, I really truly worry. I really truly worry for them.
1: I think there's going to be a civil war.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it you're not far like, it, especially
1: yeah. if there's shenanigans around that election. I mean, this mail in voting thing is a joke. Yeah, it's scary how easy it is to tamper with an election when you just send ballots out to anybody. Based on the old voter list, yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster. And I don't know who's going to benefit from this. I don't know if it's more of the Trump side that could benefit from mail in voting or if it's the Biden side, but whichever side loses, if there is anything questionable, about that election, it's going to get ugly yeah, down there. Totally. I uh, I almost admit I, I admit I almost kind of want to go down there for it. I love You're election nuts. day in America. They do elections right, but I'll tell you, I'd be the guy who as soon as people start th- firing off Molotov cocktails, I'll be hightailing it right upstairs to the lobby bar and and grab me a freaking martini. I'll watch it on CNN in the lobby. Yeah. Um by the way, Might as well mention it here. President Trump has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I made a lot of people laugh. Not fake news, everyone.
1: It's not fake news. Uh, This is namely because of his efforts to broker a peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. They're going to formalize that next week, September 15th, in a signing ceremony at the White House. But they did a historic flight by a delegation from Israel to the United Arab Emirates. And everything went fine. They're normalizing relations. I don't know if this is going to stick because we've seen a lot of peace deals over the years that didn't.
0: Sure. But if I was this just does, say, he might
1: actually deserve it. It, it. He might.
0: I was just going to say, it doesn't mean that he has the prize. Everyone calm down. There's, there's a lot of nominations that get made. But the fact that he was nominated, yeah, I mean, interesting. It's interesting.
1: Let's get to some DMs here on the After 9 podcast.
0: Uh, Melissa sent me a DM on Instagram. And she says, hey, Kat, listening to the podcast, I live in Toronto, and I'm with you. on making restrictions tighter if this doesn't get better. I've been diligent since March. It's frustrating to me that some people are not taking it seriously still. Uh, And yeah, that's I mean, we were talking about it. The numbers in Ontario are getting worse. And it comes down to those those main areas of yes, Ottawa as well. But Toronto, Brampton, just brutal. And if you got to lock it down, you got to scale them back, you got to put them back to phase two or, or somewhere in the middle of phase two, phase three, then do it, I say, before this gets worse. And it sucks for those like Melissa, who is diligent and doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. But it's, there's people there that are just not helping, clearly. So anyway, thank you for that, uh, Melissa. Anthony, this is a one of a kind, Scott. This is a one of a kind. I, I, don't, I don't see a lot of this. Anthony started listening to the podcast first. Then. Yeah. Then found us on radio.
1: Oh, really? Uh, Yeah.
0: So that's really cool. Thank you for that. Um, And I had I had a couple others here. I don't want to lose it. Um, Yeah. And then a shout out to Mia Bear, who sent us a nice memory from eight years ago when we took a picture together at a club. (laughs) I got that one, too. So thank you so much. And thank you for being a longtime listener as well. Mia Bear.
1: Fantastic. Uh, I have two here and they're both exactly the same scott when are you going to run (laughs) do you love
0: that question look he's not running anytime soon because we have shit to do here okay so (laughs) we have
1: a lot of shit to do (laughs) so
0: i've already put i've already put my foot down and said not anytime soon but we're we're just we'll just put it that way i'm not i'm not letting you do it anytime
1: soon (laughs) listen to me being your keeper can i tell you though that i did get a phone call the other day
0: about from
1: just to gauge my interest Yeah, Uh, because there's a good possibility that we'll be going into a fall election, depending on what's in the throne speech at the end of this month. And if we do go into an election, they need to have candidates ready to go. And and somebody reached out and, and said that there's discussions going on about what to do if there's a snap election called. And one person wanted to know if I'm nominated, if I would accept the nomination or if they should just skip me altogether. It was an interesting conversation. And I know there's people right now asking, well, what did you say? And I will not say what I said.
0: You're busy. You're busy I'm, right now. I,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm busy. Ask Kat. She knows <laughs> if I'm busy or not.
0: <laughs> as long as you make time. As long as you make some time for the podcast, I'm good.
1: Did you see my Facebook post yesterday?
0: Um, Which one?
1: There was one that I put out. It was late in the afternoon. And I know better. I know that if I put out a, a Facebook post later in the day... I don't know if it's that people are more awake or they're tired from having worked all morning and they're crankier, but they always fight when I do that.
0: Oh, yeah. Every
1: frickin' time. It turns into World War III on my Facebook.
0: What did you post about?
1: It was two lines that garnered 10 shares and 150 comments. (laughs) This is the text of what I wrote. Odd how many education workers have tested positive for COVID in the past few days. Before school even starts, was there a giant party or something? You've heard the stories. There are, what is it? There was a couple, I think, in Dufferin Peel the other day. And then yesterday, there was a couple in Halton. And I believe there was one in Waterloo. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing to me. Before schools even open up. How many positive tests are coming back from education workers? And one of the things that I realized in going through all the comments on this, there's a substantial number of people that don't know the whole story. I can't believe how many people were under the impression – Teachers had to get a mandatory test before they could go back to school. Uh, That's not a thing. Not in Ontario anyway. I know in Alberta they were doing that. But in Ontario, teachers did not need to get tested. So I have to assume that with these people testing positive right before school starts, like the worst possible timing, parents' minds must be spinning right now, especially the ones that are allowing their kids to go back to school. I have to assume they were symptomatic and that's why they got a test. Yeah, it it wouldn't have been just random, would it? I could see that for a couple, maybe. But I would think for the most part, if people are just finding out now they're positive before school even starts, they had a reason to go and get tested because it was not mandatory by any means.
0: Yeah, I would think so. And maybe some of them did a little bit of due diligence and thinking I'm about to hit a classroom full of children or whatever. And I'm going to make sure just double, 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 triple check. So, I mean, I'm glad for those who do go out of their way to take the test, even though, like you said, it's not mandatory. Um, You hope for the best that even if, let's say, there's an asymptomatic um, staff member, that everything that they put in place to safeguard it will work, right? A lot of them are still masked up. They're wearing gloves in some cases. Plus, they have a face shield on top of that. Um, Some of them are in full gear, like head to toe, depending on who it is. And, and their comfort level with wearing that much. But I know that at least if you have those things in place, that if you do, that if you are positive for COVID and not showing symptoms, everything should be in place that you don't pass it on. That's the hope, right? That's the hope.
1: Sure. We don't want anybody to get sick. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And for those who are sick, I really hope it's a speedy recovery. And I hope that you have the most mild of mild symptoms because this isn't something that you want, You don't want to get this. And if you do, I hope it is a speedy recovery. But it is an interesting layer here because this whole process has become so political. And it shouldn't be. This should be an all-hands-on deck. Doesn't matter what color your politics are. It should be everybody working together to make sure that when people go back to school, it's done properly. But there's ads and add in the union factor who's done a huge media buy to, to say that the government did nothing and the teachers are doing everything is the latest ad that's out mm-hmm. there. Um, other ones leading up to that that said the plan won't work, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that they were expecting that when school started – there will be infections. Inevitably, even the premier has admitted there will be positive cases of COVID in the schools. We've seen it all around the world. The problem is they've got to manage that. They've got to make sure that if there is a positive case, those people get isolated, contact tracing begins, and they stop the spread from going all throughout the school. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think the general assumption is that when the cases come out, that's going to be even more... That the the powers that be can say, well, see, we told you we told you if you do it this way, people are going to start getting sick. The X factor in this, the September surprise, if you will, is that there was teachers sick before school even started. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that does to the narrative that it's going to get teachers sick if there are some that are sick before the school year even began, before students were even in class. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to do to the plans that I know were being discussed there.
0: Sure. Well, look, and I, like I mentioned before, there are some places that have that have managed to figure it out and make it work. And, yes, we're winging it. People hate to hear that. People hate to hear that we're winging it. Um, I, I have friends, for example, who are in a classroom right now, and apparently they can't use a spray bottle, just as one example. So they were accidentally sent spray bottle uh, disinfectants instead oh, of no. the pour-on wipe-off. Um, So little things like that are going to happen, but they're working with it. You have to learn to wing it and do the best job that you can. And that's all we're hoping for here. Shit's going to happen. You're absolutely right. Uh, There are going to be positive tests. It's to make sure that all the safeguards are in place that should be in place at those schools individually and those boards function properly and those schools function properly enough that it doesn't spread. That's the main thing, I think.
1: I really hope for the best, but I don't see this school year getting too far. You know, originally the discussion was, boy, how many people are going to realize that it was safe and and send their kids back to school at the first opportunity, which is Canadian Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not sure if we're going to make it to Thanksgiving. I don't think every school is going to make it to Thanksgiving. Certainly not in southern Ontario, where the bulk of the cases are. I mean, between Toronto, Brampton and Ottawa alone, I don't know if I'd be reopening those schools right now. Eh, They got a lot of cases and they're going in the wrong direction uh, maybe it would make more sense to keep those ones closed a little bit longer. In any case, like I said, uh, here's hoping that everybody's happy and healthy. It was just an interesting political angle that I happen to know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One more thing I want to mention in the podcast because this got posted on Reddit, which I love. Mm-hmm. I especially love the am I an asshole section. <laughs> you yeah. can put up your story and people can comment anonymously they don't know you you don't know them you can get an unbiased opinion on whether or not you're an asshole so this guy tells his story he says i had an argument with my 10 year old daughter over the distribution of chores which i told her mopping the hallway was included in her part every saturday but she wanted to just do chores that affected her personal room gotcha not so the she whole wanted,
0: house. right she wanted to clean her room her windows whatever the hell it is okay So
1: they had a a tiff. This is dad and a 10-year-old daughter. So he says, on my way home after work, I went to buy some McDonald's since it was Friday. I called my wife first asking if she wanted any. She said she was going to make a chicken salad instead. Then I called my daughter, who answered quite loudly and rude. So I asked if she was still angry with our earlier argument. The daughter hung up on him. 10-year-old hanging up on dad Oh shit no kid he called again she declined the call so he says i could have texted her but i didn't want to deal with that attitude so i bought myself mcdonald's and i didn't get her anything he got home Daughter had to eat that salad with mom while dad sat there ate, eating a Big Mac or a Quarter Pounder combo. And apparently the daughter was quite angry because dad knows how much she likes McDonald's. Mom sided with the daughter. Mom told her husband you were childish to not get her something. Childish. Mom. Mom. It, and then I started wondering, well, wait a second, am I missing something? I, this seems okay to me. Yeah, she was being punished, and she was quite rude. Oh, yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have got her anything. And then I second-guessed it. Well, was it childish? I mean, they could have talked this out. She's 10, he's an adult. They could have talked and no, come to a compromise. No, she, she declined
0: his call. Fuck that. Look, mom's a softie, clearly. Mom is a softie, and from time to time, it's totally normal for one parent to be a softie over the other one, I think. Maybe dad is the one that's going to put his foot down in this situation. But first of all, drop the toot, kid. And if they tell you that you got to clean, then you got to clean and don't hang up on your father. That's rude. You, you, got, you need to be disciplined in one way or another. And by the way, not having your McDonald's and instead eating a chicken salad is not the worst way to be disciplined. You should see how discipline happens all over the world. That's nothing. You got to learn somehow. And I bet you she probably did learn a lesson so that next time the chores came out, hey, guess what? You're going to be vacuuming this rug, this rug, this rug all around the house. Guess what? She probably this time didn't put up a fight. She said, Okay, fine, because she knows you're not going to get that McDonald's. We need more parenting like that, I think. I don't, and I, I, by the way, I love that. He was probably so delighted to come home with that bag of McDonald's and, like, have her just smell it, but not be able to touch it. (laughs) But you've got to learn. You've got to learn. And 10, you're old enough to try to figure that shit out. You know, if you're, if you're three years old and you're pulling a tantrum, three-year-olds pull tantrums, stuff like that happens. But we're talking about a 10-year-old that hung up on her dad, gave two to begin with and had an argument with him and was rude on the phone before she hung up on him forget it forget it i side with the dad on this and i think mom needs to get a little bit more strict too
1: what do you think the bulk of the commenters on reddit said did they agree he was an asshole or did they think that he got a bad rap here
0: i think he probably got a bad rap
1: you're right they agreed he was not an asshole uh last thing la county is outlawing trick-or-treating for 2020 because of covid 19 Public health officials announced the ban Tuesday, declaring that outdoor parties and carnivals scheduled for October 31st will also be prohibited. When is too soon to start having the conversation about whether or not we have Halloween this year?
0: I'm I'm all for it. I mean, I wanted to start talking about things at the end of the summer and people thought we were nuts back in, you know, April talking about how, okay, guys, looks as though probably all the summer carnivals and all the events are going to be canceled. People were like, N- what do you mean? Don't get ahead of yourself. It won't be here in, in the summer. Where did the fuck do you think it's going to go? Where do you think COVID is going to disappear to? So, yeah, I do not, definitely don't think it's too early to talk about Halloween. We're just, a, like you said, we're a month and change away now. It's not going to happen the same way. There's no way that each city and area is going to say, OK, guys, we're good. Go door to door to strangers' houses and grab treats from them at their door. It's, I, I don't see it happening. Can we try to makeshift something and, and maybe we do a trick-or-treating with your bubble? That's a pain in the ass. I know parents, you don't want to like have to drive to the grandparents' house just to do some trick-or-treating, but at least it's something. It doesn't mean your kid can't dress up, but I don't think it's too early. I think we should start to think about what our al- alternatives are going to be. Do we leave bowls of candy and shit outside the house and still let the kids walk the block, but we stay, you know, back in the garage while they hit the sidewalk and grab that, you know, that the treats out of the bowl? I don't know. I think every area is going to be different. I'd still like to have some kind of a Halloween. That would be nice for the kids. I don't want them to get screwed over because of this. But it certainly is not going to look the same. There's no way in hell, because you can't trust that stranger. No shit, right? When you knock on their door and hope for the best, that they're wearing a mask and they have gloves and they're not, you know, that they definitely don't have COVID. You can't trust any of that shit. So why would you put your kids in danger? There's people that won't even put their kids in school with all the safeguards in place. Don't let your kid knock on a stranger's door and get candy from them. So I don't, I don't see it happening in the same way. But I'll, I mean, for me personally, I've already made the choice of I'm not walking the block. I'm not doing that. I'm going to hit the neighbor's houses I know. And we're going to be physically distanced so that it's not awkward. They know I'm coming. and It's a weird Halloween, but it is going to be different.
1: Uh, I will just read you quickly here because I know we're going long. Uh, Halloween 2020, a social distancing guide. This is someone already anticipating that officials will likely try and cancel trick-or-treating this year. And they're putting out the defense early. Here are their points for why we should do Halloween this year. Halloween is probably the only holiday where you can adhere to most COVID-19 guidelines. So why would we cancel it? They point out most costumes are... Already have a mask. Not all, but most. Tons of costumes come with gloves. Almost all costumes are only worn once and then likely thrown out. All treats are wrapped and sealed. Trick-or-treating means little to no crowds staying in one place for long amounts of time.
0: Uh, Unless you get to one of those good houses and all the kids know and they're all trying to fall up the stairs all over each other to get there. I've been there.
1: Their last point is Halloween is one of the holidays that does not involve a lot of hugging older family members or anyone else, for that matter. Therefore, Halloween should be allowed to continue with basic safety protocols. Do you buy that argument or no?
0: No, not really. I mean, sure, of course, some of the points that are made in it. it, it, Yeah, sure like i said it could be done you could also put bowls on the sides of of the draw on the edge of your driveway for example so kids aren't coming to your door and they're not seeing you you could be sitting in a chair in your driveway and the kids come and grab one from the bowl you say trick-or-treat from a safe distance something like that can be done how many people are going to be willing to go out of their way to do it i don't know there's some people that do stuff like that anyway it's doable but there's no way we can do the traditional knock knock basically step inside your house to grab this treat
1: And on that, we will say thank you for listening to After 9. Now hit the damn subscribe button. Do (laughs) it! We will catch you with another...
0: You motherfuckers!
1: (laughs) We'll have another edition of After 9 coming your way tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday and go Kansas City. Go football. Go sports.
0: Go sports.